Hey, Heinz. How are you doing today, man? Well, uh, I think we both kind of have a frog in our throat. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. We've both been under the weather for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think uh, you originally said you weren't feeling well um, a few few days ago. Yeah. And uh, I was kind of like thinking, gee, am I going to have to go solo on the podcast? And then somehow, some way via text messaging and about a thousand miles between us. I also got sick. Yep. So somehow I spread it through the microphone or something. The last podcast episode that we did. I don't know if germs, bacteria, viruses, if they can travel through microphones. I doubt it. But hey, it's worth studying. It may have happened. <laughs> hey, we, we do know viruses can go through email. So maybe, <laughs> it's maybe... It's a computer virus. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know nowadays, Jake. You might have chips in you that you have no idea. Computer chips, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you never know. But it's good. It's good to be back. It is good back. to be back. We're we're excited to hit you with some more fun stuff. And uh, so, what are you thinking today? How should we? Uh, how should we roll today? Well, I, I was thinking um, there's kind of some things that happened in the past few weeks with sports. We had the NFL draft. Um, yeah. we had the NBA playoffs are going on different things like that. NHL also going on Yeah, uh, your soccer league. A lot of stuff mm -hmm. was happening with that. Yep. And I was thinking maybe it's time for us to officially tell people how to be winners at fantasy sports and betting. Oh yeah. Because you and I are proven experts in this category. <laughs> yeah. And then I was thinking we're not that type of podcast. <laughs> Uh, for for all of our listeners out there, Heinz and I co-manage a fantasy football team, and here's the best part: we actually do it with a third person. So we have three managers for one football team. Our other friend is kind of the the heart and soul of the team. He kind of he like does all the drafting. He does like makes all the decisions and things like that. Heinz will chime in with some advice from here and there. And my, I am more of a the financial investor. <laughs> and, I, and I think we can probably kind of talk through maybe with fantasy sports, why that relationship is the way it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. what do you say we, we kick it off, we hit the music and we talk some fantasy sports today? Yeah, but we're not going to tell you how to win your leagues because we're not that kind of podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, let's hit the music and here we go. back from the music and today we are talking fantasy sports Heinz, kick it off what do you got well to start off with i mean we gotta probably dip our toes into all the different sports we don't have to talk about each of them but maybe our favorite and our least favorite of all the different sports that they have fantasy leagues where that maybe we've been in or maybe we'd like to be in sometime so i'll kick it off actually the fantasy league that I enjoyed the most being a part of, it's a tie, was a golf league and a NASCAR league. Mainly mainly because it was completely hands-off. There's no draft. Yeah. There's no trading. You just pick people and just like go with it because you pick during the week 
for who's golfing on the weekend. And same thing with the big race on Sunday or Saturday. Yeah. And it's pretty much hands off. You just get yeah. to enjoy it. You can just make your decisions in like 10 minutes or less. Like 10 minutes of maintenance each week for a fantasy sport is incredible. That's so much fun. I once was in a baseball league and that was a disaster because you're constantly <laughs> looking at day to day who's pitching, who's betting, who, what are the matchups, blah, 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 blah. And that just did not work well with my personality. Um, I, by like three weeks in, I was in dead last and I just stopped paying attention <laughs> <laughs> you know you know something i just it just hit me i think we were co-managers of a fantasy basketball team where like we literally watched no nba yeah <laughs> but somehow some way we ended up winning money in the league oh that that's coming back <laughs> it was to year, it was years yeah. ago and we, we totally mocked right. everybody in that league because we were like we we know nothing about what's going on but we were we, killing everybody we watched like zero minutes of NBA that year and like didn't even really look at the lineup. I think there was mm. a period where I didn't look at the lineup for like maybe five weeks. We just left players in there and said like, <laughs> we don't know if they're injured. Just, just go for it. Let's see what happens. And we Some... just kept rising to the top of the rankings. And then, yeah, it was crazy. I don't know. Did we actually win the league? I think we won the regular league, the regular season, maybe not the playoffs, but we, we okay. had the, uh, the strategy of set it. And forget it. And sometimes forget that's the best way to do it. It, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. But uh, and that kind of also reminded me too when you were talking about baseball. Uh, the time that I thought I was a complete fantasy sports genius, that it finally hit me that in some different type of sports like basketball and baseball, where it's based on like weekly, so you set a, a roster for the week. Yeah. Um, some guys play two games. Some guys play four. So it's like a good strategy to, and this is a big tip we're giving you, to play the guy that plays four games over the guy that plays two. And I thought it was a genius when I finally figured that out, which I think everybody already knew it. Right, 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 yeah. Another sport that I really enjoyed is like, you know, fantasy football is obviously the biggest one. But I really liked playing college fantasy football, NCAA mm -hmm. football, because there's just so many teams and so many players. Like the league that I was in, we had to narrow it down to just the big conferences like the SEC mm -hmm. and the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. and So just like the big power conferences. But there's still you could have three insane quarterbacks on your team and like not know who to play each week. So it was it was pretty wild. Like, And that's one of the things I really like about fantasy sports is that you kind of form this bond with these players like mm -hmm. i had patrick mahomes on my college fantasy football team for like several years and then when he went to the nfl I was like hey i know this guy and then he blew up in the nfl he just he went to like what was it texas tech, tech. And he was mm -hmm. yeah he wasn't like all that well known in college football except that texas tech used to just pass it nonstop mm -hmm. so he would get like five six touchdowns a, a game something like that but still he was really wasn't well known because texas tech wasn't a big program and they didn't go and win like you know national championships championships and stuff like that but then yeah he got to the nfl and all become all of a sudden just blows up because it's a huge quarterback so it's like yeah i like that guy <laughs> yeah. yeah i still have kind of that I didn't play the college sports one, but from the fantasy football and basketball side of it, where you still have your guys that for some reason you picked them one year and it's just like, you're always biased towards, I got to have this guy. 
I got to have that guy on my team. He's good. He's really good. Uh But you know, it kind of does, you develop that relationship where you're like, you enjoy watching that person or you think that, you know, they're better than everyone else, even though mm, stats may lie a little bit on that one. Right. Uh, See Chris Weber in a fantasy basketball league. (laughs) I think mine was, I also had the wide receiver, Eric Decker, who went to the university of Minnesota. He was on my college fantasy team for years. And then in our league, I kind of like forced us to get Eric Decker every year. And he had a couple of good seasons, like when he played for the Broncos, but um, it wasn't all that great. But I, I just kept like forcing him upon you guys. Like we need Eric Decker. We need Eric Decker. That guy's a monster. And then he would get like, you know, six fantasy points a game which is nothing (laughs) (laughs) there are so many guys that we we continued to pick up every year because they were our guys they just were they just were which that kind of made it fun because that that style of league that we played in there was a keeper league so Mm -hmm. where you can literally hang on to a guy into the next season so you do really build that relationship and that that's kind of a fun style of league I think, but you got to be somewhat committed because if you stink it up in one year with really bad players, you don't have much going into the next year. And that could no. really put you in a tough spot. Right. But I kind of, I kind of have a, I really wish I could get into another style of league that did the, uh, the weekly salary cap. I don't know if you oh, remember that. Yeah. And yeah. There cool. are, there are uh, daily leagues now that, you know, you get so much of a budgeted amount and players cost so much. And you mm-hmm. kind of build your roster that way. That's actually yeah. was the first fantasy um, sports league, so to speak. I was in in like 1996, way back when, where you had a budget and you went up there and you selected players for that weekend. And if they did well, you got more money yeah. for the next week. Right. Yeah. That's a super fun format. I've never, I don't think I've ever played in one like that, but that sounds really cool. And like something I could probably get behind and actually it would keep my attention. <laughs> it, it does. Cause you don't have to draft a player. So you can be playing against the same exact team in theory mm-hmm. because you just, you pick whoever you want to pick that can fit in your budget. Right. And I think that's kind of how daily fantasy works now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We're really up to speed on that. We're up to speed on a lot of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, we sure are. We sure. Are. I think just my favorite part about fantasy sports, though, is that it's not actually the sport itself, but it's just such a great way to stay in touch with old friends. Like we have this this fantasy football league that we've been running since we got out of college, which was a long time ago. And you and I and our other friend, we co-manage it as, uh, as three people. But it's just like really cool because you like maintain these relationships, these friendships through through this fantasy sports and you get this fun text chain going and uh, it's just a super great way to stay connected with people that you may otherwise lose touch with. So, yeah. And yeah. that's one of the, one of the reasons, I mean, real reasons behind fantasy leagues or fantasy sports is kind of that fellowship, the relationship type stuff where you can keep in touch with people. But there's also in some cases kind of the competition side playing for money yeah. or playing for a trophy, whatever that would be. That's kind of cool. I think yeah. there's, you know, it's always good to have that. And then I call it, I call it filling a void side of things. So sometimes it's like you need something to do. So it's a little bit of entertainment, right? The other side is you think you are the best general manager out there and, and you think you can do better than, you know, yeah. Jerry Jones yeah. or whoever right. else. <laughs> you know, that's right. I mean, it's, a, it's super cheap. Like how much does it cost to be in our fantasy league? It's $50 a year like that. It's, I mean, it's spread out over the course of a whole season. Like that's really cheap entertainment and yeah, really fun. But like on the opposite end of things, 
when you get people in your league who are, you know, it's fun to be competitive, but some mm-hmm. people get overly competitive and they just mm-hmm. get downright nasty and like try to pull moves that are kind of sketchy. That's when the fun goes away is like, you know, they're just kind of going all cutthroat and making it like a, almost a, like a non-friendly league. Like uh, that bugs me. I don't, I don't like people like that. That's where I think everyone has to, that's a part of the league. The fantasy sports league has to understand kind of the spirit of the league. Yeah. So like, what is this for? And <clears throat> if it's going to be competitive, like you're actually going to play for money. Um, you're probably, you know, everyone probably needs to know that, that it right. it's, you know, we're somewhat serious. If there's a goofy trophy involved, I mean, that's different, yeah. you know, but yeah, yeah. It's just make sure everyone kind of just understands what, what is the real reason behind this league. And uh, it just, I don't know. You're right. It just makes it a lot more enjoyable. If everyone is on the same page with it. I like fantasy sports because you get to, you get to root for like a player and a team that you normally want. Uh, historically, I've never really liked the Dallas Cowboys, but if I have a Dallas Cowboys receiver, it's like, oh, it's kind of fun. I get to cheer for that mm-hmm. player and this team this week. But on, on the inverse of that, sometimes there's a conflict of interest. Say like the person you're playing in fantasy football has, you know, a player from your actual favorite team. Like, you know, if someone had... Uh, Pittsburgh Steeler because I know you're a Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. fan like if you're playing against that wide receiver in your fantasy league but you're cheering for that team in real life it, it creates this, this tension in your head like ah I don't like this <laughs> maybe it does for you it doesn't for me no it doesn't okay <laughs> I am all for the fantasy team nowadays I, I'm just okay. all I'm, I'm terrible but I am if it I mean the best of both worlds is like we win the you know the matchup and obviously the Steelers win or whoever, you know, your team is now. And, uh, you like, you like to switch around a little bit, which I respect. I respect it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really want to win the matchup that week because it's just fun to win and, you know, text amongst people and just, you know, kind of be that evil empire that yeah. uh, keeps winning and we have certain friends like you know at the end of the day there are friends but we oh man do you want to beat them <laughs> well there's always there's, there's always teams that you it, it should be that way that you just want to beat yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. i can handle losing to this person because yeah but then next week i've got this matchup against so and so like oh i gotta win that one <laughs> and, and that's what makes the league fun i mean that that's really mm-hmm. what makes it fun because yeah, you really want to, you know, win, but then at the end of the day, you just laugh at it. Like when you lose by a point or someone, someone breaks a leg and they're, they're no longer scoring points for you. And you just laugh at it. You're like, yep, we're cursed. Yeah. I think that might be one of the things I like least about fantasy football is when you like make a bad decision. Say you have a running back and sitting on your bench and they go off for three touchdowns and 170 yards and they're just sitting on your bench. You don't get any of those points. And then I feel like it like genuinely brings me down that day. Like, Oh no, I'm such a failure. (laughs) I think the most agonizing can be when you play somebody and they're doing well for like the first Mm -hmm. quarter, just let's just pick on fantasy football now. And then all of a sudden, like they tweak an ankle and they don't come back (laughs) and you're like, Oh, come on, come on. Seriously, this is going on. But you you mentioned what you, you dislike the most about some leagues for me it's the draft i just can't handle the draft it just takes so long and it's just drawn out and it's like oh and there's people like trying to draft and get their kids to bed at the same time so people keep pausing the draft and things like that it's like 
oh man like i get it you got to put your you know kid in the bathtub and get him to sleep but dang we're gonna be on here till like oh <laughs> uh, and i'm on the west coast so it's earlier for me like some of these guys yeah. are up drafting until like midnight sometimes <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst part and you're you're drafting on some like random night of the week and it's like oh of all the nights, does it have to be Wednesday night? Come on. So yeah, the, the draft for me is is the major mental hurdle to get over. Yeah. Once I'm beyond that, I'm good to go. Yeah. And in fantasy sports, they can be a time suck. Yeah, the draft can take a lot mm-hmm. of time or every week you can, depending on which sport you're playing, can like, you know, like baseball. You got to look at it every single day or you're toast. And it's like mm-hmm. that, yeah, that can occupy a little bit more of your time than you really want. But yeah. at the same time, your knowledge of whatever sport you're playing fantasy sports in, your knowledge skyrockets like super mm-hmm. fast. Like like start playing in an NBA league and you don't know much about the NBA, like you're going to learn pretty dang quick. So that's kind of fun, too. You can kind of, you know, get behind something that you hadn't really thought you enjoyed before and start paying attention to games and you know, find <laughs> something new in your life. that's fun. I think that's what happened with our NBA team that year that we uh, ended up doing really well is. We knew that Dwight Howard was doing really well, but <laughs> yeah. we had no idea how the Lakers were doing. No idea yeah. at all. <laughs> we just knew Dwight Howard was good enough to play. Yep. Put him in. <laughs> <laughs> Set it and forget it. So what, what else you got? Any more uh, complaints, concerns? Uh, I just have one more complaint, and it, okay. you, you kind of touched on it a little bit. It's like, you know, when your your player's doing really well and they, they get hurt and they're like, oh, they're not coming back in the game. Like, oh, suck it up. Go back in there. And so I think fantasy sports kind of dehumanizes players. If someone mm-hmm. has a bad week, you like, you're all ragging on them. Or if they have a good week, you're like, oh, you're the greatest ever. So I, don't know, I think it just kind of dehumanizes it. And, you know, they're, they're just humans. They're playing at an elite level. And some weeks they're, you know, you know, we all have bad weeks, right? <laughs> we can't expect and- everyone to be like this this juggernaut every single week and then we rag on them when when they do poorly and so i yeah i think it just kind of takes like the human element out of it sometimes when we're a little bit too harsh on players (laughs) yeah and you're kind of thinking about the uh uh human kind of health side of it you know broadly speaking because one thing with um I mean, there's so many people involved with all the different fantasy sports out there now. And because of social media, the players hear it a lot from fans. So it's no longer just getting booed at the game. Now through social media, all the different channels, they can get absolutely crapped on, so to speak. I mean, they can get applauded when they do really well and people just are loving on them. But then you also can hear it from all, I wouldn't even call it fans, but just people associated with whatever you're doing good or bad yeah. just raining on your day <laughs> yeah because they I have access bunch, to you i had a bunch of money on that game and you blew it for me you owe me and then it becomes this holy crap like personal thing like geez yeah they're trying to play football <laughs> yeah and i think we would be uh we'd be really leaving out one style of fantasy sports if we didn't mention it and do you know which one that is do you, you want to take a guess I, I don't, but I know this is going to be good. <laughs> if we did not talk about King of the Hill or Survivor style oh, fantasy yeah. sports, where you got to pick, you know, a team a week or a team a day, a player a day, 
until you lose or whatever happens to the player. I've seen some of them that if they don't score 10 points that night or something like yeah. that. So yeah, that that actually is a really easy and fun, exciting style of fantasy sports to play if mm-hmm. you don't play it. The the best one, and then you and I and two of our other friends, so we have four people managing this, this survivor thing is during the uh, college football bowl season, you know, you have to pick, you have to pick one game a day and just some random tee. It'll be like Appalachian State versus Fresno State or something like that. Mm-hmm. Two teams that you have, you have no idea. You've never seen them play, and you find yourself watching the, the Appalachian oh, versus the Fresno best. State game, something like that. And it's it's, just, it's really best. fun. Yeah, it's really great, really and awesome that, league. And then, and then they're playing in the bad boy buggy bowl or the point setup bowl and you're just like why am i watching this but you're just so into it because it's just fun to like pick elkhorn state to beat i don't know middle tennessee state and it's like this is awesome yeah it's like so much fun early december on a friday night and yeah you're watching yeah so i'm like the the best buy bowl <laughs> my, my favorite bowl is still the cure bowl it's because no one's there it's like the first bowl they actually put on tv no one's at the game you've never heard of any of the teams but we have we have survivor going for it so we gotta watch it yeah we're, we're in it <laughs> yeah. all right so i i think before we end this podcast we have to probably throw out a couple ideas of how to make fantasy sports better okay because it's kind of you know it's fun but you know there's always ways to, ways to add some zing to it and i'll i'll start it off with i think it'd be awesome to have fantasy sports leagues that start halfway through the season Oh, yeah. So you don't have to worry about like how people start the baseball season or oh, hockey season, yeah. whatever. You already okay. kind of know what they're doing. And, you know, you can have that little spy, so to speak, that little information going into it. So you don't draft some dud and you're like, right. oh, I didn't know. I didn't know he was a backup. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, and another fun one is like uh, the basketball league that we did was NBA. You know, the NBA split into the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. Well, the league that we did was only players from the Western Conference in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And so that that narrows your field of players. Like you you might get one, two really good players and the rest are like, <laughs> you know, maybe. That bench maybe like guy this, can this, be. <laughs> yeah, big deal. <laughs> yeah. And, and one other thing I think too that would make it fun. Now on ESPN, I've seen it. I haven't used Yahoo Sports in a long time for fantasy, but um, they kind of give you odds of who's going to win. So there's a gambling element they can add into it. I think that would be a fun part to like have as like a side thing on a fantasy league is running who's winning the betting side of it. So kind of like you can do get a hundred bucks, fantasy bucks to start off with. And you start betting across on different games going on. So it can be a matchup between two teams that you're not even associated with, but they're in the league and see at the end of the season, who's got the most money left at the end of it to kind of crown a a betting champion. Cause that could be fun too, especially when you're out of it. So let's say you have a really bad draft and you're Mm -hmm. just completely out of it by whatever week you can still be gambling and, and betting on other teams. Right. Oh, that's a really good idea. I'm going to copyright that. I don't want to steal it. All right. All right. Yeah. Awesome. So I think think we definitely helped some people out here, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. No. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't think anyone's going to win their league because of us. No, definitely not. We didn't give actually any like fantasy sports strategies. I mean, my strategy is just like 
hand over money to people who know about it and just be loosely associated with the team. <laughs> Maybe there's two things that we actually taught people. One was that, be an investor with smart mm-hmm. people. Yep. The second thing was, sometimes the strategy is set it and forget it. Yep. Yeah. Those, you know, those are what have made me, those have provided me with the championship trophies in the past. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. That's the best advice you're going to get from us. <laughs> That's it. That's all we got. All right. Well, we will see you next week with something new and fun. Until then, have a safe, happy week and check you later. Bye. Bye.